two years, 50 episodes. Thank you so much for being one of our longtime listeners. If you want to take a more active role in supporting the show, you can always, of course, write in. We love to get fan mail from you. We love to answer your questions. Or you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash shades and sketch. You can support the show for as little as $1, and we're giving you all kinds of goodies, exclusive content, exclusive episodes, episode art. It's all there for you. On to this week's episode. Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. Guys, welcome back to the GoCo. Oh, so uh, our Geeking Out Command Outpost, Shades. You got to put down the spoon. Oh, so, we got to be professionals. Sketch, so, it's so damn good. I know it's summer. But we got to oh, give the ice cream a break. We're sitting here, guys, in uh, in Scoops Ahoy uh, at the Starcourt Mall. And Shades is just, just going this, to This town. USS Butterscotch is just so good. The issue here, of course, Shades, lactose intolerant. So lactose intolerant. But uh, not stopping them. Clear the go-co. Yeah. Guys, uh, there will be a protective barrier so between good. the two of us. It's going to be like that scene in E.T., for the remainder of this episode, <laughs> uh, just so Shades can get his USS Butterscotch. But it is 1985 uh, sketch. They have not created lactar lactate yet. So we're in we're in some real trouble. We're in dire straits. So if we are indulging in Shades' sweet tooth and my personal aroma hell, then that must mean uh, that this week we are talking about. Netflix's Netflix's season three summer spectacular. And we're gonna start. We're gonna start it off with uh, with Stranger Things. Yes, uh, but then we will be getting to Jessica Jones. Yes. a little bit later because because we've already given each of these shows their own proper discussion. Yes, shall we say? Uh, but we can't ignore, especially Jessica Jones being the the send off of the uh, fare ye well. Shades of saluting. It makes. Great audio. Makes great audio. But before we get into this Netflix season three summer spectacular, do we have a theme song? Oh, I believe we do, Sketch. Let's right. just put this uh, butterscotch down. Yeah. Because it's the summer of season threes. Oh, yeah. Love it. Thank I you. just love it. Perfect. So guys, uh, like we said, we're going to start with Stranger Things Season 3. So obviously, spoiler alert, for all Stranger Things. Oh, yes. Including our previous episode. Yes. Yes. So we, were, we are never allowed to DJ a high school dance Well, there's again. a reason we're not at the There's a reason we're not school. at the high school. Uh, not allowed. Not allowed. Not allowed uh, Pretty on the sure premises. we are not going to be allowed in the scoops of thousand, thousand yards of any any public high school yep. from now on. Uh which we're we're really skirting it on our Spider-Man episodes. <laughs> well, that's why that's why we've moved to the Spider Bunker. Yes, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we're no longer no. allowed at Midtown Higher. Whatever that one is. But uh so Stranger Things. Season three, Stranger Things. We don't have to get into our history with the show. No. We don't have to set it up. Um loved it. 
Shades, what are your initial reactions to <laughs> season three of Stranger Things? Absolutely loved it. Absolutely um, loved it. Okay. Initially, I thought it was the weakest season of mm-hmm. them all. Mm-hmm. Then I rewatched season one and two mm-hmm. and rewatched season three again. Mm-hmm. And, and one was, and two sucked, is what you're saying. Uh, no, but I was just shocked at how many things they planted in season one and season two that paid off in season three. Okay. Things that I missed the first time around. Um, and it just it's it's i think it's its strongest i think it was its strongest season to date so you would put it at the top yes order, i really would order the seasons for me three two one three two one interesting uh, sorry uh three one two three, three one, one two. two three one two three, there we go two. sorry okay. yeah i'm close to you i would go one three two one three two uh, three three one two um, um yeah so sketch what were what your initial reactions i also when it originally started and i was i was getting into it wasn't grabbing me yeah uh, it was a real first slow burn. Episodes and it's eight episodes. It is eight episodes. Yeah. Uh, so like to have like the first two or three episodes be where like yeah. I was like mm, I don't have to watch another one tonight. Yep. It was like a bit of a bummer, but then it paid off. Episode four. Totally paid. Yeah, four yeah. is when it all starts taking Oof. off. Um. So and then by the end, I was I was I was chomping on the bit yep. for every episode, and um. We'll get into specific and, and rants and raves. In just episode a eight is an extended episode. It's like yeah. two episodes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wasn't expecting that. When I wasn't we sat down to watch yeah. that that night. But um, thank God it is because it was it. a slow burn. It yeah. It. Um, I'll tell you one thing that that they set up. They didn't set up, but it was needed, and they added it to season three. They, they mentioned Barb. Yes. Thank you. And Bob. Yep. Bob and Barb. And uh, when you consider. Who died this season? Yes, you had to see it coming. Yeah, because of all the bees, <laughs> all the bees have right. to go in right. Hawkins, Indiana. If your name starts with a B, you're dead. You're not long for this world. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, why Hopper's got to be alive? Exactly. Yeah, because well, I mean, I I texted you this while you were still watching, mm-hmm. and um, I said that was there. Spoilers. I mean, if you haven't if you haven't watched season three yet, I mean, the internet's talking about this, so it's not much of a spoiler. Uh, Jim Hopper mm-hmm. presumed dead yeah, presumed at the dead. end of of season three, and I said I texted you and said that was there. If Hellboy does really good, we're gonna lose yeah. David Harbour, and if it tanks, we're gonna get him back. Yep, yep. So let's leave so it open. Let's leave it open. So and uh, thank God Hellboy tanked. Yeah, and we're gonna get thank more Jim Hopper. Gad. Yeah, seriously. Still got to see that. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush, but I, I do want to do a double feature. <laughs> I, well, yes, I agree. One. So, yeah, I mean, um, it, and, they, and they left it open in a nice way. Could it be a different American? Sure. But, oh, yeah. Like, it, but oh, yeah. It they refer to, to him repeatedly as the American. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. all signs point to Jim being alive. And so wonderful, like that Easter egg. And I, I posted this to the Facebook. You, they, no, I still haven't called the number. I you forgot. haven't called the yeah, number? I forgot to. I was supposed All to right, before this When episode. we stop recording, you got to call the yeah. number because it's fun. Yeah. Um, and that was really fun that they they put, you know, you can't put a real phone number in television unless you own the phone number. Yeah. So they like they. That's why they all start with 555. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. why every phone number starts with 555 in, in movie or television. Or song now uh, because of eight six seven five three zero nine controversy. Jenny was actually her number and Rip. was called for years afterwards. Rip to her answering machine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so it's a real number, and if you call the number, you will get Murray Bowman's 
answering machine. So guys, pause the episode. You can call Murray Bauman at 618, area code 618 in the States, 625-8313. Again, that's United States, area code 618-625-8313. Call within the first two minutes and we'll throw it. It just sounded like <laughs> um, Is that an Indiana area code? It's an Illinois area code because Murray lives oh, in right, Illinois. Right. Yeah, yeah, he lives over the border. He lives over the border. Oh, what? 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 That's what? smart. That's looking yeah. at details. There. That's yeah. an Easter egg. That is an Easter Did egg. Did you catch it when you watched it that it was a real phone number? Oh, yeah. I mean, because I'm so ingrained in, into always hearing the 555s. Right. So to see that it wasn't a 555, I was like, oh, shit, someone's going to be getting a someone's lot of phone gonna calls. Someone's going to be getting a lot of phone calls. And then yeah. when you said that, I was like, oh, well, that's fun. Good on you. Yeah, good on you, Stranger Things Season 3, Duffer Brothers. Yeah. The Duff, the Duff Bros. Uh, Duffer Squared. Duffer Squared. I like that. Duffer I like Squared. That. So before we get into our specific rants and raves and BQs, any internet scores on specifically this season? I have Stranger Rotten Things? Tomatoes and Google, and that's it. All right, give them. Okay, give them so me. Rotten Tomatoes gives season three of Stranger Things a 90%. Okay. Google, 93% or 93% of Google users loved Stranger Things season three. Awesome. Shades. Oh. Yeah. Kicking out with Jesus Kush. I'm assuming I know what you're gonna give it. If you if you put this at your highest <laughs> and I remember your score for the other two. I already gave the show a perfect one hundred, right? Did. Yeah. It was you my did. first one hundred. So, for those of you keeping track at home who know how to do averages, <laughs> my guess is Well, I gotta keep stay the, the street, same, but let's I see. I gotta keep the street going. Shades of geeking out with shades of sketch. You give Season three of Stranger Things, a eh? 99.5. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which brings us to an overall score of 99.85. I believe that is correct. Yeah. Um, all right, great. Would you, but so does that mean you would adjust your season one and season two on rewatches? Uh, no. 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 Uh, because those collectively, those gave me something that, um, I had not seen before, mm-hmm. had not uh, experienced. It was, it was, it, it did something and in, evoked a, a sense of viewership and affinity for this show in a way which no other property had done. And a strong emotional response for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong emotional and, response. And, and I, and while I recognize that this was the strongest season, there were some artistic choices, let's say, in terms of storytelling that I don't think worked. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're getting there. Yeah. I, Sketch. It'll be interesting if we agree on those aspects that didn't work. It, yeah, it was. I give specifically season thing, season three of Stranger Things. There you go. That's a tongue twister. Ooh. 95%. Okay. 95. I think if I were to score the three, I'd give one like a like a, a 96, mm. and then this one a 95, and like two like a 94. Yeah. You know, like they're, they're all close. It's my... It's not my favorite season mm-hmm. you just think production wise production wise i think i think they told the the they told a story that built all the way to the end and the season two in particular kind of went mm-hmm. right at the end oh yeah it was it was touching it was but in retrospect it was kind of like we kind of like slowly break break uh, broke mm-hmm. applied the brakes yeah. and came to a rest yeah yeah 
Um, this one hit the barrier and went right through it. Oh, yeah. I mean, this went out like... like dear God, if I have to wait two years for season four... This one went out like, a, like a true 80s movie. Yeah. Like a it big... Really, yes. Like just a big spectacle. Good on you, yeah. Duffers. Yeah. Um, let's talk specific raves. Okay. Let's talk specific sure. raves about this specific season. And why don't you start? Great. Uh, I love that they've allowed the characters to grow, mm-hmm. change, and discover new things about themselves. Yeah. Uh, specifically, uh, Dustin mm-hmm. and Will are the true nerds. Mm-hmm. They're the true science lovers, the true D&D lovers. Yeah. And you get a sense that like um, Mike and Lucas, that was their that was their way into having friends. Mm-hmm. And, and Mike kind of hinted at that at a sense that he didn't have any friends. Yeah. And, and this is what Will liked. Yeah. So that's what he gravitated towards. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really kind of fleshes out those, ca- particularly Lucas and Mike, and like what their interests are and who they are, and and Dustin being the true n- like nerd, mm-hmm. like he is the nerd of the group. Oh yeah. And um, if you're building a homemade radio tower on the oh, top of exactly whatever that peak was, Widows. I don't think it was Widows. What weather point? Like, oh man, it was a hill. It was. It was. It was a molehill, basically. That car should have been able to make it up. I'm just going to say. <laughs> when they picked up Russian, I was like, oh, bullshit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it all made sense. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, it all yeah. makes sense. But, but, that was a, so, up... but that was a ham radio. Mm-hmm. Previously, when they were using CBs, like, I don't know if you remember the range on your, like, walkie-talkie. Oh, yeah. That's, like, the one thing that I will never, like, the, God, like, the batteries never last that long, and the range is never that good. No. Ever. No. Um, that's like the one suspense of disbelief that I always have to say like, God, the walkie talkies just won't reach that far, but I'm supposed to be raving. Their walkie talkies in. They are like, they are the most fanciful thing. They are like the guns in an action movie. They, they are, they are infinitely loaded until the script requires them to be out of bullets. Yes. These are always within range until the script Needs them yes. to not be. There is no reason that Mike should be able to talk to Elle from his house to Hopper's cabin in the woods, unless his cabin is directly behind Mike's house. Maybe it is. Are and- we going to deposit in this episode <laughs> that Hopper is squatting on Joyce's land? Well, that no, that would on Joyce's land maybe. Yeah. But like Mike lives oh, yeah, in Mike, a, yeah, Mike lives yeah, in a yeah. cul-de-sac yeah. basically. Yeah. But yeah, Hopper's cabin could in fact be right behind Castle Byers. I think it is. <laughs> We're going to deposit that. that in this episode. Sure, sure. Um, but I just, I love how they've allowed these characters to grow and change, even in ways that I, I that are, that are jarring to me, that mm-hmm. are like, ooh, I don't know if I like the way they're growing and changing, but they're they're all dynamic characters. Mm-hmm. And I, I really appreciate that. And I want to ex- see them explore that more in season four. It'll be a very different dynamic in season four. I mean, it's already a very different dynamic. It was it was a very different dynamic in this this season, but in four now that we're physically in different locations. Yeah, I, I really don't think they're going to be in Hawkins in season four. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's get there. Okay, can I jump in, please? I'm going to extend yours, and I'm going to bring up the scoop troop. Oh, yeah, fantastic. That was a different rave. Fucking love the Scoop Troop. Yes! The Scoop Troop... Scoop Troop to Griswold family. ...was the... Bald Eagle. Didn't he call Murray Bald Eagle? Bald Eagle. I hate kids. Yes. Uh, Call sign, please. (laughs) 
Bald eagle. Scoop Troop was... Fly right, bald eagle. Fly right. Everything I have loved about Stranger Things. Yes. And and, and they carried the torch. Yes. And I love, like you said, Justin um, really stepping up to the plate. Really, um, you know, becoming... The he's, leader. He's the dungeon master. Yeah. Um, he is the dungeon master of the group. And Steve, I mean, <laughs> how how do you not like Steve? When you think about... How many children do you know? <laughs> when you think about season one, Steve, and and then you think about season three, Steve, what a journey. What a, what a journey for that. I mean... And, and just Joe Curry. I mean, I could just watch him all day. He's just knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Consistently. And uh, finally gets his fight. Like, finally Steve, wins a fight. You want to fight? Like, everything about Scoop Troop, I adored. Even Ro- I loved Robin. If I knew Steve could knock out a Russian, that just would have been the plan from the start. <laughs> Robin was a great addition. Yes. She's a fantastic character. Yep. Um, she and Steve brought the 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 real raw emotion yeah. to this season. Mm. Uh, especially that scene in the bathroom. Well, that was my next rave, so I'll just take you back onto that. Sorry. It's okay. And Scoop, the episode. Scoop Troop also elevated Erica to a point where I oh could stand God. her. And way back in season two, Erica's playing on uh, Lucas's bed with He Man and Barbie. Yeah, and you're and they like they planted the seed that she's a nerd. She's a secret nerd. She's a secret nerd. She doesn't even know she's a she nerd. She doesn't. Um, and the the My Little Pony thesis. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, unicorns and dragons are are. Nerd fodder, yeah. Ergo, you're, you're a nerd. A nerd. Um, that was fantastic. You can't spell America without Erica. It's n- that is <laughs> that is oddly true. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice to have in this group a a nerd who uh, adamantly refuses. Yes, that she's a nerd. It's not a stereotypical trope yeah. nerd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is nice. That's a new flavor. In yeah. this in this group. A new flavor. See what I did there? Yes. Oh, I'm gonna have to, yes. Did you know uh, Baskin Robbins logo? The B and the R. How does it work? There's a 34 in their logo. Yes. And that's to symbolize 34 their 34 flavors. flavors. Yeah. But this summer they came out with USS Butterscotch. Did that replace a flavor? I don't know. I should say that for big questions. You should. How many flavors have you made it through so far? Uh about 15. About 15. Yeah. Yeah. Are you done? Nope. Oh God! All right, you t- you 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 take a rave between scoops. Well, all I just all of the new characters: um, yeah. Robin, mm-hmm. Alexi, aka Smirnoff, mm. and um, I loved Alexi. Yeah, and and Erica, even though she's a callback, but the way that she grew into season two, she I wouldn't have considered her a character until this season. Yeah. She, she she was she was just shy of an extra, right? Basically, and and she was elevated to yeah. Yeah, so all of those new characters, and that that like you said, that bathroom scene uh, as they're coming down off of the the truth serum that they're given. <laughs> basically, they're basically given acid. Yeah, um, that is like every acid LSD trip that's ever been described to me by anyone. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I have described many. To you, you have, yeah. yeah. It's I have. I, we're we're working on it. Yeah, we're working on getting sketch. Yeah, uh, we shouldn't joke about that. Episodes fifteen through thirty four. We shouldn't. We shouldn't joke about. That. We shouldn't joke about that. No, we should. That's we found the line. We found the line. Wow. We just found it. Wow. We just found it. There are so many things before the line. I, I wouldn't know, have expected. Right? That was it. Yeah, that was it. 
Yeah. Uh, longtime listeners, if you're struggling, get help. Yeah, and if Russians are forcefully giving you acid in an interrogation room, like 80 floors below Before, a mall, yeah. uh, get help. Yeah, just get help. Just reach out. <laughs> Speaking of Russians and, and added characters, I really liked the Russian. That like was like, no, no, no. The oh, Russian the was like chasing him oh, down interesting. everywhere. I did not enjoy you didn't him. Like him. He was too like parody of the Terminator. Oh, see, that's what I liked about it. Oh, yeah. It was too much of a parody for oh, me. Oh, yeah. See, I, I like. Can you stay on raves, please? I guess it's a rave it's for me. It's a rave you. for me. Okay. Yeah. I, li I, I liked that he was just like. Why is everything about you, Sketch? Meathead, uh, just like, even though he had a face, like just faceless threat. Just like, yeah. just like an unstopping force coming yeah, after them. Didn't do it for me. Okay. Didn't work. Didn't, didn't work for me. That's fine. Um, I'll just I'll just come back to. We've already talked about him. Um, Steve, the oh. soft hero of Stranger Things. Love Steve. It's just the and in that moment, he's like basically professing his love for her. She's seems like she's professing her love for him. Mm -hmm. She's not. Yeah. Steve. Twister. I'm gay. Pause. That's cool. Yeah. Like, Steve. like, he takes a, like, a hard, like, five second pause to be like, she's cool. I want to keep this person in my life. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, Done. yeah, yeah. Like, don't care. He, um, he, it's not even a thing for him. He just reacts perfectly. Yeah. It's just so like, perfect. Oh. Um, oh. And more, and, and, oh, for, okay. She we'll sounds address, like a Muppet giving birth. We'll, we'll address. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she does. Um, yeah. Did he respond perfectly uh, to to her coming out? This really difficult thing. And remember, this is the eighties. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he, he did. did. Also, let's keep in mind that like he he did not start this season that this couple hours ago, right? Not thinking of her like romantically, right? And has come to realize he has feelings for her, right? Puts himself out there, and in his mind, not that much. Right. He kind of is thinking this is a sure thing. Right. Like, there's got to be a, a repercussity to this. Right. She lays this out in front not of him. Not only is she not into him. Yes. She's not into him. And so he's, you'd imagine he's got to be shocked and and disappointed. Right. And yet. Don't care. All good. Perfect friend. Yep. Because they're friends first. Yep. They've been friends exactly. first, and they will continue to be friends, even at Blockbuster Video. Yeah. Or was it a Blockbuster? I don't know. It was a video store. It was, it was next to the arcade. It was a video store. Next to the arcade. there was a callback to that guy. Yes. Who uh, also works at the arcade. Yeah. yeah. You feel like he works at the video store until the arcade opens. Yeah. Because it's only six months. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Do you have another rave? Yeah. Um, I limited, because we got to get to Jessica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, speaking of limiting... I will say the fact that they chose to have season three be basically like a 48 hour period. Yes. Was basically my biggest rave. So smart. I, I, I think moving forward, that's how you do this. Yeah. Right? I love the smaller time frame. I love that you're seeing um, overlapping timelines of the different groups. Right. And then they start to intersect. Um, it's it's like plausible why characters are making these leaps uh, logic wise because mm -hmm. they don't have the whole story. Right. And um, it just added, like, a great urgency and, like, believability right. to the story that, like, oh, yeah, all this crazy shit could go down within 48 hours. Right. 
And what was really interesting in the previous two seasons, they like have these like these Dungeons and Dragons ridiculous explanations for the series yeah. of what's happening to them in in real to like the Demogorgon, the Mind Flayer, yeah. and, and it's like. Yeah, oh, you hit it right on the head. That's exactly what's happening. And this season, they're like, what if when L closed the gate, the Mind Flayer got trapped here with us? Oh, yeah, now he's pissed. And now he's coming after L because he wants to reopen the gate so he can go back to the upside down. Nope, that's not what happened at all. Yeah. 100% wrong, Mike. Yeah. And I thought that was a really interesting twist. I didn't even write that down as a rave. I was just thinking about that right now. Look at you. It was like that, that uh, you know what? Like you were right totally inconsequentially the previous two seasons. You actually have no idea what's going on. Yeah. That's Mike. It is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> there was a, in the previous season when uh, Dustin explained everything to Hopper, he was like 100% in and they did exactly what he said. Mm -hmm. And this season, like, does, like, you get to do all, you can do all the fighting and heroic and shooting stuff. We'll just guide you. Nope. <laughs> no. And that was it. It was a great, it was a great season. Mm. But it surprised in so many different ways and, and didn't just rehash and, and reuse tropes that they had established. No, it did not. It did take the story in a natural but fun yes. direction. It was fun. It was a fun. The this carnival was, was like This was probably the most fun. fun season. Yeah. Um. It was like the least things. shock and awe scary. Yeah. Yeah. And probably the reason why I put season one above this one just slightly is because season one was less fun, which sounds like a bad thing, but it was, it was, it was more, um, spooky. Yeah. It had the adrenaline. Yeah. And, and you it, don't know what's going to happen. You rarely see the Demogorgon. And you really had it's the jaw shark. And you really had Joyce like, losing it yeah. like understandably so yeah and i don't know i just loved like it, I, mean, I guess this says something about me but i just love <laughs> just because winona like sold the hell out of it right that like right, right, right. no one yeah. would believe her we the audience know that she's right, right. so we're yeah, yeah, on her yeah. side but she is like batshit crazy yes and she just delivered and 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 that and this season, she was so grounded she and was. so with it. You were like, wow. Yeah, okay. She really was just like in the in the hysteria of my child is missing. Yeah. Yeah, and no one will help me. And no one will help me. Yeah. So grounded and with it this season. Yeah. She's, um, <laughs> she's like she's like the new, what? The, like the new detective? The new, yeah. Or deputy or whatever? Uh, detective. Yeah. Byers. Yeah. Uh, uh, rusty chariot and wheelbarrow. <laughs> rusty chariot and wheelbarrow? Oh, antique chariot. Anti those were their, that was his code name for when he called the government. Oh. Antique chariot. And this oh, is, this is yeah. antique chariot's partner, yeah. wheelbarrow. <laughs> Should we move on to rank? I think so. Because there are a couple. Uh, there's, I have a big one. Oh my! I have three. I also I have four. Oh my gosh! I have four. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And you gave this like a ninety-nine point something. A ninety-nine point five. Yeah. Okay. Well, give me one. Okay. Uh, my first rant. It hurt to see the party so fractured and unrelatable to each other. Yeah. Uh, and it. That's really the only way I can describe it. Is it physically hurt? Yeah. Um. Where is this thing? That I have like this this idyllic group mm -hmm. that always has each other's back. Yeah. Where is it? I want to see more of it. Oh, it doesn't exist. Maybe it never existed. 
I don't know. Yeah. Where the, maybe they were just like friends of uh, convenience because nobody else liked them mm-hmm. is where it kind of put things this season. Yeah. Um, there was a great moment when when uh, Will kind of tells off Lucas and Mike. He's like, where's Dustin? Do you even know? Do you even care? Yeah. Like Dustin's 38 stories underground, like trying not to get killed by Russians. I loved Will's big. Yeah. Like storm off. Yep. Scene. It was perfect. There, just right into the rain. And, and you you said it when I we did. were talking about it. I did. If Will was with the scoop troop, everything would have been okay. Yeah. Like, and that was like the crux. He's just with the wrong. He's group. with the wrong group. He's just with the wrong group. I agree with you. And it's basically one of the rants I wrote down. Um, how to put this delicately? If you notice. When when you were talking about the characters changing and stuff, I didn't chime in much yet. Right. Because to me, do I appreciate that they changed in group? Yes. I, I appreciate did. it in terms of a show yeah. Oh, yeah. allowing that yeah, yeah. not being uh, static, the, that they're dynamic characters. The rant for me comes from you've taken this group of, of children that I have related to and they've they've grown You're up. You're friends with a lot of children. I'm friends with a lot of children. Um <laughs> That's the soundbite. They, they, you know, this, this is just what happens when, when a story progresses. They're now growing up differently than I grew up. Yes. And, yep. and so now I'm not relating to our core group as much anymore. And where my believability fell down was Mike and Will. Because I get it. Like, I get it. Mike is all about L and all about young love and romance. Yes, and they're, but and in, they're going that direction. In the previous season, uh-huh. like six months earlier, is like... When you sat down on the swings next to me, that was the best moment of my life. That's what I'm talking about. I was like, about. what the fuck? And, and, like, and when you think of everything Mike did in season one to get Will back. Right. Like, they have this shared trauma that is stronger than hormones. teenage hormones. Yes. Okay. And so I had a. Thank you. I had a difficult time believing that Mike would just up and leave. It felt very tropey. Yeah. Like, this is what happens when you grow up. Okay, yeah, but these guys have gone through shit. Like, right. this is like, yeah. they've been through war. Like, yes, they're yeah. they're like war brothers yes. at this point. So to go that way, it felt weak to me. That's why it became a rant. Because it just felt like, well, this is what, this is the, this is the plot device we're going to use in the story. Right. And then Will and, and Mike never got, like, the reconciliation. At the end, oh, the, there's none. There's none. There's no reconciliation. And so I left. I left like teetering on the edge of a cliff. Yeah. In terms of that plot line, I, I'm right there with you. So it, be, and, it and became a rant for me. Strong agree. But I'll tell you what, Will. He can hold the back of his neck better than anyone else. <laughs> he did it like six <laughs> times this season. We got like six. Do you think they? Re- I'll have to go back and watch the next scenes. Did they always reuse the same next scene, no, or did they just no, keep shooting just new kept, next? They scenes? kept shooting it. That's great. It is. That's the yeah. attention to detail. That I you feel expect. so bad for. Uh, I think the actor's name is Noah Shep. Okay, that's Will. Yeah. Okay. Why? Just because, like, that character was is the character is so important to the overall story, but the actor doesn't get to do a lot. No. He's screaming or missing. Yeah. Yeah, when you think about season one, he's not. Like, he's not even in it. In it, he's, except for the first and last episode. He's, oh, he's, I mean, he's he's the crux of the yes, entire plot. Yes, and he's but just not the in. Actor it. himself yeah. is not in the show. Maybe an hour out yep. of eight episodes. And 
And in season two, he's possessed for a lot of it. Yeah, he's he just screaming. He's, he's doing thrashing. a lot of screaming. He's a great screamer. Exorcist. You know. Exorcist was one of the the, the plot points of, or the influences yes, for so season for two. two. In this one, he's like their detector. Well, yes, it's his spider sense. Yeah. It's Peter Tingle, if you will. Yes. His, his, his Willy Tingle. Sure. That's a, that's trademarked? Trademarked. Um, and I'm just trying to piece it all together. So there's, Will, yeah, Will and Jonathan. Yeah, okay, yeah. They're all the buyers in Joyce. Yes. And they've now moved. Yes. With Eleven. Sad times. Sad times. Okay, I was just, I that was an array. I was just piecing together the end of the show. What is your, what is your rant? Um... I'm going to save this one because it's going to divide us. So I will do this one. Giving Billy a redemptive arc. Strong agree. I, I, Why do we keep, have to keep redeeming our villains in Stranger Things? Yeah. Like, you uh, did it with Steve. You can't do it with anyone no, else. No, don't do it with Billy. And Billy is too bad. He is. Billy is, Billy is unredeemable. And, and, uh, I'm with you. I, I, listen, I liked it. I liked it right up until he was redeemed. I love that he was like the hands of the Mind Flayer. And he was like enslaved by the Mind Flayer. Yeah. He was powerless. Sure. And doing these horrible things for the Mind Flayer. Yeah, if they had left it at, I'm sorry, I'm not doing this. Yeah. E- like even more like tragic. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So okay. like he he's bad, but he's not that bad. Or if he like apologized to Max... He did it first. I, I, I know, yeah, but yeah, like, if they had left, if, if, if they had was laugh, it, left he, it, he at apologized that, yes. just as the mind flare, like, bleh, yeah, I don't know, does something to him. Sure. Blows him up like he did everyone else. Then, great. But the fact that he gets to save Eleven, I was like, no, 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 no. You don't get that. You don't know. You that don't. Is, that is get not that. how this universe works. Um, Are you establishing that, like, you can justify his behavior in other things? Right. Like, because I, I texted this to you. He's a racist. He is a straight up He's racist. A straight up quote, 80s racist. We don't talk to those kind of people. And and, and in like, this season, we unquote, feel, we feel bad for him. Yeah. No. Uh, that's no. an unredeemable quote. But here's the thing. I didn't feel bad for him. Well, I didn't feel bad for him either. That's why it's a rant. Because, yeah. because it, it took me out of the world. Because I'm like, I see what you're doing. Yep. It's not working on me. Nope. And, uh... Mad at your dad? Why, why aren't you mad at your mom? Like she, she left you. His his mom is a straight up piece of garbage. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, she was okay. She was. I texted you. I was like, wait. So it's depositing that she left Billy behind so that the dad would have someone to beat up on and wouldn't follow her. Yeah. Is it wow. horrible that she was being abused by her husband? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is it? Did she still have <laughs> the obligation to her child? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm not saying stay in that abusive relationship. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying quite the opposite. Billy with you. Don't leave him behind as like your bumper. If nothing else, get Billy out. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't happy. Oh, no. Bad parents. Yes. Bad, bad parents. Oh, yes. Does it make sense why he ended up being a a horrible person? Absolutely. Yeah. Did I want him to die at a horrible person? Yeah. Yeah. I still did want him to die a horrible person. And and to also die a terrible, horrible death. Yeah. 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 That's that's my. Um, I'm with you there. That's my. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. You thought that was going to divide us? No, no. I'm saving oh, the okay. one that I think is going to divide us. Um. And a lot of our listeners. This is a, this is a little one. Okay. Give me a little oh, one. Oh, I didn't talk about one of my. Ra- I'm going to save it as a big question. It was one of my raves. Oh. I'm going to save it as a big cue. A questionable. A rave. Yeah. Interesting. Um. A raving question. 
I already talked about this a little bit. I'll just sure. say uh, the Terminator story. Yeah, you didn't care for it. Uh, while it was new and different, it was too much of a parody rather than an homage. Yeah. And like right down to when, when, uh, when Jim yep. beat him in the fun house. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he gets up and rips open his shirt yeah. and he's wearing a vest. And then he like pops up back in the, the, bunker yeah, for lack of a better word the mall for basement. their they already had their showdown yeah. jim already bested him unless the terminator guy terminator not terminator was going to kill jim mm -hmm. why do it again it was it was too much it was like how many how many more times are we going to have this 1980s fat rambo versus the terminator mm -hmm. and it, it, they and they literally <laughs> call jim fat rambo so it's like we we did it once. He bested him. We did it twice. He bested him. There, I don't know. It was just it was it was too much of a parody for me. Do you remember when he fell into the machine? <laughs> yes, that was gruesome. It was gruesome. Like, and Ugh. first he like pulls his head into it. Yeah, that should have killed him. Yeah, and then he throws him into the machine. Yeah. It was gruesome. Gruesome. Um, also popping all the people. This was a gruesome. It really season. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like the, gross. The, yeah, gross. the people melting. People melting into yeah. puddles was 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 difficult. Uh, not a rant for me, of course, but uh, but definitely a gruesome scene. Let me let me just say before we move on from um, Terminator, not Terminator. What I liked about him, what was refreshing about him, was no backstory. Yep. <laughs> I don't need to know He's anything about him. Just a Russian assassin. He's just a Russian assassin. And uh, I like that. We're not learning like, oh, the mayor's got motivation. We don't. We don't need to know we his backstory. We didn't go into he was his memories as a yeah. child. He was just a bad dude. He was, yeah. um, he was just, he was just a, a bad dude with a with a bad attitude who likes doing bad things to people. So a Russian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what the show was basically defining. Farewell to all of our Russian listeners. He was an '80s Russian. Yes, he was an '80s Russian. Yeah. And I like it. I appreciated that. Yeah. All right. I, I mean my my pitch, if if I can be so bold, Take not pitch, to really please. do a pitch, please, but my premise for um season four as yep. an influence, if they don't use Iron Eagles mm -hmm. as a, a an influence for this season of like getting this like team of kids together to like steal a fighter jet and go to Russia and save Jim Hopper. Yeah. I mean, they're really missing. What are they doing? I know. Ben? Like, like what, they're what really going to miss. What's been the point of yeah. all this? At this point, if they don't use Iron Eagle as a as an influence. Well, the Duffer brothers are listeners. They are. Uh, if they have, guys, if you haven't written I'm, the script yet. I am yet, available to yeah. help you with the script. Ooh. Are you going to be the new villain? Uh, sure. You want to be the new villain? Sure. I'll nice. be, I can be the villain. I'll just be in the background somewhere. Sure. Like in the arcade or the airport. <laughs> we just cut to the Hawkins arcade and play Dig Duck. I'll be the, I'll be the guy. <laughs> this is the one lone guy in the arcade. Guys. We're, I'll be I'll be the guy. Where's everybody? Because this they have to cast this part if they're stealing the plane. <laughs> the guy who works at the airport. Hey, you kids, get back here with that plane. <laughs> Duffer Brothers, that's my audition. Real, and oh. um, it's, you'd be like Dan Aykroyd in uh, in uh, Temple of Doom. How dare you, sir? How dare <laughs> He's you? He's uncredited. Sir? He's like Doctor Jones, right this way, uncredited. Oh, well, I'm not Aykroyd. getting credited. Jeez, this this keeps getting worse and worse for me. 
first it's the 20 scoops of ice cream, and now I'm not getting credited in season Um, four of Stranger Things. I have another rant. Were you done with your rant? Could you imagine future future listeners listening to this after season four comes out going, oh shit, was Sketch in Stranger Things season four? (laughs) Shit, we better watch that again. (laughs) Jay says he's uncredited. Hey, you kids. I'm like you Brooklyn. Gotta, you gotta listen for that. Guys. I'm like a Brooklyn guy <laughs> in Hawkins, Indiana. <laughs> hey, forget about it, kids. Get out of there. All right, you got. Why are ramp? you turning into Conan O'Brien now? Why not? <laughs> That's my choice. That's the professional choice. It went I'm from making. like Brooklyn to Conan O'Brien. Yeah, it's, it just kind of slid into it. It's Conan O'Brooklyn. It's a, it's a character. I okay, have my the, next rave. Uh, my next. I uh, said so my next rant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murray. Ooh. Murray, while while he he is great, yeah, I love Murray. He was somehow off from his first appearance in season two. Mm-hmm. He's like a private investigator, journalist in mm-hmm. season two, and they, I, I don't know, there was just something off about him. And they kind of hint at a like a backstory between Jim, yes. and he, mm-hmm. like, um, you we can kind of put together that Jim wound up in Vietnam, mm-hmm. came back from Vietnam, yes had a family that fell apart has wound up back in, in Hawkins, Indiana. Mm-hmm. So like, and did Jim's wife leave or die? Jim's wife left. Okay. Cause his daughter, she's passed. remarried. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, because their daughter got cancer yeah. and died. Yeah. Um, so I, I, the only guy that I know who speaks Russian, I guess they, he knows that from his time in Vietnam. I guess. So like you kind of get that maybe Murray's like, Ex-intelligence. I could see that. Um, or like ex-interrogator. Mm-hmm. Like you definitely get the sense that Jim was an interrogator. Yeah. Like that's kind of established. Mm-hmm. Like I've met, I'm, like you don't, he didn't meet guys like Alexi on, on the force. Yeah. So when, where does he know them from? When he fucked up the mayor, I felt so good. Yeah. I was enjoying that. That was, that was great. That was some of the most satisfying. That and when Will stormed off. I was yeah. like satisfied. When, Mostly yeah, satisfied. when Jim... Beats, Cut the crap. Beats, yeah. kidnaps, yeah. beats again the mayor. That yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, there was just something off about Murray that that uh, he was too much of the the analytical, mm-hmm. like psychoanalyzing that he. It worked when he did it with Nancy, Nancy and Jonathan, Jonathan mm-hmm. their children. It didn't work with Joyce and and Hopper. Yeah, somehow for yeah. me, it's and it's not a big rant but it's like Murray was somehow off he seems like such a more capable guy than they made him out to be it's interesting you bring up Murray because he was not big enough for me to be a rave but I really liked him hmm. um, but here's the thing you've rewatched one and two I I remember he was in season two and that's it he's in he's at the, the he's in there sporadically at yeah. the beginning and he's like Jim like like Jim, talk to me. Like this girl's gone missing. Like all these, all this shit's happening. There's like this reports of a Russian girl in the woods. This guy's gotten murdered. What's going on in Hawkins? And he's like kind of trench coated out. Yeah. He's a little bit more put together. Yeah. So it's like, ah, well, and and along with that, dude, you you were at your own home. Change your clothes Change if your you're gonna go. Come on. Storm Come on. a Russian compound. That's just like, sloppy. I'm just, I'm just saying, if you're going to storm, or like, when they, because we see him in season two, and he's like, trench coat put together, he looks like a spy in season two, yeah. and then he goes into this Russian bum- bunker in, like, tennis shorts, yeah. 
and a white like a wife beater, like right? a wife beater. Yeah, dude. Yeah, put yourself together. Put man. yourself together. Yeah. So I just don't think they took the time with Murray that they needed to. No, but you can call him. Yeah, and I think he's great. I think the actor is fantastic. Yeah, I and love I love the part. I love the character of Murray, and um, if I rewatch season two, it would be interesting how yeah. how I felt. About my season my three rant Murray. is how they treated him. Yeah, yeah, I see. You. Do I, you have another rant? I do. Okay. This is going to end the podcast, though. Okay. Cue the cue the theme song. Uh, Get it ready. Oh, boy. Hey, you kids. <laughs> Put down that theme music. Um, okay. This season was 280s. <gasps> That's it. Podcast over. I'm out. Here's what, done. Here's what I learned Show about over. myself. Shades has left the recording. Uh, booth at uh, Scoops Ahoy, and I'm getting a breath of fresh air, both figuratively and literally, because if you remember all the ice cream he's been eating. Uh, but here's the thing. Let me explain it. Let me explain it. 280s? This season, to me, did I love them all? Yes, I loved them all. It was a great set piece, and it, it was a great climactic battle for the Mind Flayer. That is my rave that I forget to mention. I yeah. fucking love them all. Yeah, love them all. Okay, but, but let me explain this before you go off of me. I have known for a long time I have a least favorite decade. <laughs> okay. It, it is the 1980s. It is not the 1980s. It is the oh. 1950s. Oh. I cannot stand the 1950s oh, okay. and the nostalgia for the 1950s. I strongly agree. And the 1980s is like a pseudo return to the 1950s design aesthetics yeah. and, and this choices. Yeah. Season made me realize, you know what? I am not indifferent on the 80s, as I've said <laughs> previously. I actually don't care for the 80s. Yeah. Now, I am fine with stories being set in the 80s because it's an actual time, and I'm totally on board with that. But this season, this is going to make a lot of people hate me. This season elevated it to a point that it didn't feel like the 80s anymore was a setting. They brought it up to being a set up to things that were going to happen. And my example for this is... When everything stops so we can have the big moment where Dustin and Susie sing the never-ending <gasps> story song. And everybody loves it. No, everybody I, hates it. Oh, and everyone I love hates it. it? Oh, oh okay. I feel like fandom is divided on it. Okay, so I, I think it was per- I think it was perfect. And and have I seen the never-ending story? Yes, I have. I saw it, though, much, much later. So I don't have those nostalgia feels. Uh, that a lot of people Look do. Look at what you see. So when we stop the whole thing to sing that song for something that I don't have like any excitement about, I'm just sitting there like, well, this is dumb. Why that, are well, that's they, fantastic they because stopping? that you are you are reacting to it in the same way that everyone else in the show, like the characters, yes. in, are reacting to it. Yes. Like Joyce is literally banging her head against the wall. Yeah. Like we're in a fucking Russian prison we're gonna die well she just threw his pen we're gonna die and you're singing a goddamn song yeah I, it's perfect here's why i think it's perfect okay um it is the perf it is what else could you have done in that moment mm-hmm. of they're being chased by the mind flare meat, meat puppet nobody knows the code they're trapped in a bunker and like where do you, where do you go from there Mm-hmm. What's the exit strategy out of out of that scene, out of that situation? And what do you do with Dustin in that moment? 
Susie has been dangled. She is the gun on the mantle in the first episode. It must be used before the end of the scene, the end yeah. of the series. They had to do something with Susie. And in terms of bringing Susie into the story, I thought it was perfect. I loved that that's when Susie came in. I love that Susie saved the day in that they, moment. Like, Susie is so important to the story. And for yeah. a character that is only talked about, if it had just ended with, like, oh, here, here's Plank's constant. Bye, Dust, bye Dusty Bun. Mm-hmm. Like, not, he is, he is whipped. Yeah, he is. He is whipped. He's geek whipped. She, and, she, and she is like a, she is like an anime character in the sense of like, in that moment, if you let your imagine it, like yeah, the she's, screen, she's like, like it goes to. like the stereotypical geek girl from yeah, that like that the era. the the glasses kind mm-hmm. of reflect over you oh, can't yeah. see your eyes anymore she had the, braces or headgear or something uh no oh, she did uh, no nope, i don't remember that that's i think you're inserting that that's um, my stereotypical 80s she has girl. uh dustin's hat that he's worn from the first two seasons in the background oh that's cute that's why he's wearing the camp nowhere hat yeah but like you like you use your met like the flames come up in the background and she, like this menacing like she's terrifying yeah so I thought that that was like, what is she going to do to Dustin? Oh, and and what sold it for me is when they're driving away in the car. Mm-hmm. And this is the best part about that. So the way they built those sets, Susie is just off ca- like camera mm-hmm. singing with Dustin mm-hmm. so they can actually harmonize so they can actually pipe it through the, the radios so that they can actually react to it. It's cute. It's good. It's good production. Yeah. And and Steve and Robin and Nancy and Jonathan and Lucas uh, and Max in the car driving is what sells it to me. Because they keep cutting to that. Steve's like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck? That was me. But also, also like, oh, Susie's real. Yeah, I loved loved the reveal (laughs) that Susie was real. I loved that reveal. So um, I I thought in terms of Susie's character and like understanding something about her because mm-hmm. like the never ending story is just like it's just goofy enough that like a geek of Dustin's caliber probably doesn't enjoy it. Yeah. So you know it's Susie's thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's and seen it because it's in the catalog, but uh, yes. it's more her thing. Like a My Little Pony, if yes. you will. And and also. It really, it really gives us an insight into Dustin's character and psyche, because his reaction of having to do it is fucking amazing. It's really the first time we've seen him be embarrassed. Yes, yeah, and that's why it works. Oh okay. shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! That's his. Re- like, oh the shit! Ice cream. Oh, I thought the ice cream was hitting you. No. Oh. Like, oh shit! Um, like, I have to do this. Okay. I have to do this to save the world. Oh shit. And, uh, and for the first time, you're exactly right. Dustin is embarrassed. Sure. sure. I just, I, it, my it little just, pony doesn't embarrass him. It stopped it too much for me. That's fair. Because they, because it was the full song and they like piped in the music it behind the them. F- yeah. And like, like the camera was like panning around Susie's room. Like it almost turned into a music video at that point. Yeah. And, and for me, I was like, mm, let's just get back to the plot, please. Okay. We'll agree to disagree on this one. Sure. Just like the internet. Just like the internet. Just like the internet. Any other rants before we move on to some big cues? Jim's death. Big rant for me. Or quote unquote implied death, death. Question mark? I mean, I know he's alive. It, it somehow made the story too big. 
that Jim is now in a Russian prison. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just it just something about it just didn't work. Well, it was always nice when everything was just Hawkins. And that's what I mean. It made the story too big now. Like, were there Russians in Hawkins? Okay, I'll believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, they needed the gate. Yep. They needed to access the point where the, the gate is at its weakest. Yep. But now Jim in a Russian prison, you know they have to get him back. Yeah. So now like, they, they're going to have to go to Russia. Yeah. And it's just like, it's too big. It is. It's too big. It's you know big. what it is? It's like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, I was thinking about this the other day because I watched the trailer for it. Um, and I've missed a bunch in the middle. Angry Birds 2? No. Oh. Uh, Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. I've only seen the first one. Uh huh. The Fast and the. So Fu- you've missed more than just the ones in the middle. I've missed more than all of them, I've except all of them. for one. You know and what? I think I've think... seen. I've seen one and three. Which, if you're going to see one, three is probably not the yeah, one to see. Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In the first movie, correct me if I'm wrong. I would love to. They are a. Did you know this was the Fast and Furious episode? Longtime listeners, guys. In the first movie, we're getting there. In the first movie, they are a band of street racing thieves who are pilfering combination DVD player TVs? Bo- Question mark? Borough family. Is Bo- that family. Is yeah, that accurate? Yeah, they're just they're just thieves. They're and, just common burglars. And now they're like from what I understand, government agents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're. they're I like, mean, they're contracted by the government. They don't like, like. They don't like work at. The they're government. like the Suicide Squad. Yeah, they're like the Suicide Squad. They're like plausibly deniable. If they get caught, they're just street racing yeah. thieves. Oh yeah. Government will dis disavow any information they have about them. Oh, they're not. They're not working for us. And uh, yeah. Parachuting out of planes. Yeah. In their cars. In their cars. Yeah, the cars had to parachute. Okay. Uh, I've only seen one through seven. I missed eight. I still got to see eight, and I do want to see Hobbs and Shaw because they're so they're so ridiculous. <laughs> they're just so ridiculous. And I saw a controversy. The so internet is fun. going crazy as to whether or not uh, the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, can uh-huh. actually fit in a Pagani Huayra. Yeah, or is it a Zonda? I don't know. It's one of the two. Now, to me, you're talking gibberish. Yeah. What are those things? They're supercars. Oh, they're supercars. They're like, but they put three people inside of it in uh-huh. the trailer, and the internet is like, Dwayne Johnson can't fit in that car. That's two other people. That's the internet's line. And that's, it's like, that's where the, the like, suspensive disbelief has ended. That's the, yeah, that's yeah. the line. Yeah. Can the rock fit inside of that car? Yeah. Okay. So just, yeah, thank you for confirming. In one of them. Um, but it's just, it's just too big now. The Hawkins, like the, the Stranger Things story, it's. I liked it when it was just Hawkins, Indiana, and I'm not excited for them to go to Russia. Guys, were you expecting us to relate season three of Stranger Things to Fast, Fast and Furious, Furious franchise? Don't think you were. I know I wasn't. <laughs> uh, but here we are. And oh, all family. That's my Vin Diesel. Oh, all family. I am Groot. That's all. That's you know what I, I say? I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm told before he, he records every single I am Groot. Yeah, they're not reusing them. And asks what he's supposed to be saying. Oh, interesting. When he said, like, so, so, like the line is, I am Groot, but, but what is he actually saying? Yeah, what, is it, what does it mean? So but it's I... like, it's Vin Diesel. So, like, it's not like it sounds any different. Yeah, he's not adding a ton to it. Right. You could tell when it's a question. Sure. Or an exclamation. <laughs> or a statement. It's not Shakespeare. Mobile family. Sure. Uh, should we get back to Stranger Things? 
So we can talk about Jessica Jones? Cold Corona. <laughs> All right. Um, Do you have any more? Rants? I don't have any rants. Let's I have any big more questions. Rants, so let's go. Let's go into big questions. Okay. Um, I only have one. Okay, I have two. So here's here's one for you, uh, which which brings. This is directly related to your okay. rant about it getting too big. How big is Hawkins? How big How is Hawkins? How big actually? is Hawkins? Because now, like, it has. Uh, I thought it was like a super small town. Yeah. But now it has a mall. Yep. Uh, the town hall is quite sizable. Yes. Um. But the police force, I thought, was established to be like three, three people. Yep. How big is Hawkins? It's a great question. It's a great question. Uh, I'm going to say Hawkins is conservatively mm-hmm. 10 miles. 10 miles across. 10 mi- uh, ten mi- well, so Hawkins. Hawkins. Like the, the I'm going to say conservatively 10 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of it far, like spread out farmland. Seems to be so, a lot of it's so, farmland. So downtown, very small, very close together. Yeah. Police, like a squad of three can handle it. Yeah. Like, so maybe downtown's like maybe a mile. Sure. And then the, the surrounding area, the farms and outskirts and downtown, cul-de-sacs. More like ghost town. Now. Sure. Yes, ghost exactly. Starboard. I'm going to say like conservatively like 10 square miles. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. That was a nice, concise answer. And I, it seems like, yeah, hey, that's where most of my knowledge of things come from. Happy that that's what's coming out of there. Yeah, there you go. Instead of the ice cream. It hasn't hit me yet. Not yet. Um, where was I going with that? I don't know. It's gone now. It's gone now. Guys, bye. <laughs> Let's all turn and wave <laughs> to that thought. It's gone. Um. Okay. I love the pre- the mall. I love the social, economic, and personal ramifications of the mall. Sure. Sketch, what's your history with malls? That's your big question. That's my big question. Uh, okay. And what's... like, and so, mall rat, yes or no? Do you love them or hate them? What's your history with malls? Do you love them or hate them? Mall rat. Were you a mall rat? I was not a mall rat. Okay. Because I did not live anywhere close enough to a mall. Okay. Um, we, I would go with my mother for errands. There was gotcha. no... Hanging out at the mall. Gotcha. Now, once uh, driver's license were were uh, procured, uh, friends and I would sure we would go from time to time, but it was not a frequent occurrence. Was it us. a mall like the Hawkins Mall? Yeah, yeah. It was okay. Very yeah, much, yeah, yeah. very much. The closest one to us was was very much like the the Hawkins Mall, um, and you know. It was it was not even in the top ten of our activities that we okay. would do together. It was a very rare occurrence that it would be like, well, let's do something different tonight. Gotcha. We'll just walk them all. But, gotcha. Uh, how about you? You, you grew up a lot closer. One hundred percent mall rat. Yeah, I grew up within walking distance. Yeah, uh, it, like an hour. Mm-hmm. I could ride my bike. I wasn't allowed to. Yeah, but I could. Mm-hmm. I could have, but I didn't. No. Um, but I grew up within like five miles of two two malls yeah the the rhode island mall which sh- shockingly looked like Starcourt. star court but same color motif same layout with like that hexagonal yeah central area the mm-hmm. escalators the stairs yeah. uh move no the movie theater was at the other mall but was the other mall was just on the other side of the parking lot yeah uh but you know mall rat mall rat. aladdin's aladdin's castle arcade mm-hmm. kb toys yeah I remember uh, KB Saturday Toys. night matinee. When when we were doing errands, I always got to go into KB Toys. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Mall Rat. Now they're all dead. Love them all. 
All the moles yeah. are dying. Oh yeah. The the and 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 uh yeah. So my follow up big question, you sad all the moles are dying? A little, you know, um I'm sad that the malls of the 1980s are dead. They're dead. The malls that exist today are like, um, I don't know. There's something not the mall about them. Okay. I don't know. Like, um, like the big mall here now is Providence Place Mall in downtown Providence. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like walking through a casino or a convention center. It's like it's not a mall as right. I remember. It's carpeted. Malls in my imagination should not be carpeted. There aren't a lot of department stores. Well, I, there aren't a lot of kitsch thing. It's like mainly jewelry stores. I think very and few like, public places should be carpeted. Yeah, I like, agree. Yeah, opinion. Uh, it's it, but the you know there's no there's nothing like a scoops ahoy. Or there's nothing like a record town or a Saturday Night Matt. Like the closest thing they have is somehow Spencer's is still intact. But even Spencer's isn't Spencer's anymore. It's like somehow like high-end kitsch garbage that it just doesn't appeal to me in any way, shape, or form. Mm. But uh, the Warwick Mall, Warwick, Rhode Island, which is still a holdover from the, the mid-1980s heyday of malls, that is somehow more mall-like. Still molly. Yeah. It's lost its arcade. And it's gained a furniture store, which is just bizarre to me. Like, a furniture store doesn't belong at a mall. On average, how many nights a week do you spend just kicking it at the mall? It, me? Now? Yeah. Uh, oh, zero? Four, maybe? No. <laughs> zero? Sipping on an orange Julius? Those have all closed, but you make your own and save the cup. <laughs> <laughs> There's an orange Julius at the at the Province Place Mall. There. It's yeah. the last yeah. one. But yeah, I uh, I miss them. I really, the mall of my dreams, I miss it. Like, the, there's something not mall-like about the ones that survive today. And I, I will say, I don't think it's me. I think it's the malls you themselves. I think it's the mall. I do. It's like high-end restaurants. Mm-hmm. It's, um, they're like high-end things that you would never buy, that you would never go to a mall for. Yeah. It's like, why are they here? Yeah. Or like kitschy scene on TV Oh yeah, will like buff out your nails yeah. as you walk by things like that. And we're of the we're by the time this uh, episode drops, we're definitely at that point of the year where Spirit Halloween has definitely moved in. Yes. to your local. Mall. Yes, it has. Yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> every year it's like locusts. They just show they, up. They do, and uh, and I say to myself, like, why don't they just stay here just year stay, round? Just, just keep stay. The- because you know they're going to come back to the same empty store at the mall, and no one's going in in the meantime. No. No, just stay there. Mall culture. Yeah. I have one final big question. Sure. Uh, and then we really should move. Move on move to Jessica on Jones. To Jessica Jones. Um, it's a much longer episode than I thought it was going to be. Does Nancy not know or not care what the red fucking light means above a dark room? That was making me she so. She does not fucking care. That was making me so. That is so it's inconsiderate. So yeah. It, well, it's just disrespectful. It's very disrespectful. It and I, one hundred percent guarantee that if Jonathan had like caught the evidence they needed to show those dicks in charge of the paper that everything was true that she was telling, and she flung open the door and ruined the negative, she'd blame him. She would. I 100% blame him. I believe that she would blame him. Yeah. And that's just not cool, Nancy. It's not. That's Jonathan's thing. I really liked her story arc this season. Yeah, she had a fine story arc. It was, and it was really great that uh, when she, when the shit finally hit the fan, 
on the on the last leg of it. She'd like, and I didn't even recognize it. Like uh, Elise pointed this out. She's like, um, her hair was down, her makeup was off, and she was wearing pants. Yeah. And for the previous two seasons, she had worn pants, and this season she was wearing dresses, trying to fit in in corporate culture. Trying to be a professional. And that's not who she is. No. She's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. So just like lean and, into that. And a real dick. Like just yeah. let Jonathan develop his things. Yeah. Once. Okay. I get it. Twice. You're, you're bad. Twice and then more? Come on, was Nancy. It four times? I don't know. I think it was but... four times. And this is your boo. Yeah. You love Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> just not cool, Nancy. I, I I would pay almost anything for, for Nancy to refer to Jonathan as quote her boo. Season four on yeah. the way to Russia. Should we transition to Jessica Jones? I think on that note, it's a perfect... Actually, yeah, because it's about photography. It is, yeah. So I think this is a perfect time to uh, switch over to Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, season three, or the final season. The final Rotten season. Tomatoes gives Jessica Jones a 74%. Wow. Season three. I gave it uh, an 88. All right. Sketch, what do you give it? Give it a 94. Wow. Loved it. Slightly less than Stranger Things. Yeah. So I gave it sure. a 94. Really enjoyed it. I thought this was the strongest season yet. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I think this was the show it always needed to be. It was like this stripped down uh, PI working the case. And they finally gave Jessica a worthy villain. Yep. Uh, of her. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was nice because we're not getting it with any of the other shows. With the exception maybe of Daredevil. It's nice to have some closure. Mm. Uh, it was, they definitely knew this was the end. Yeah. And uh, they, they took care to treat the fans to, a, to an ending. Yes. Not a cliffhanger. Yes. To a, a, an ending of the story. Yes. In the way that like Daredevil was a cliffhanger and mm -hmm. Luke Cage was a cliffhanger and mm -hmm. oh, Iron Fist. And Iron Fist. God damn it, Iron Fist. The other three... <sighs> All cliffhangers. Unforgivable that those stories will never be finished. Jessica, at least I can be like, okay. Yeah. I, I, I can Kristen, believe this story can go on without me. Kristen Ritter seems to believe that Disney Plus is going to revive the shows. Really? And she has stated publicly, I'm done. Yeah. You know, I, we put a nice little bow on well, it. they did. And uh, I, she was like, I'm sure they will do another Jessica Jones alias series, etc." But uh, I won't be a part of it. How? She's like, there's nothing left to explore with the character. I don't know. I, I, you know, for those of you listening live, obviously Disney Plus not out yet. I, I don't get how Disney as a corporation is going to justify this kind of universe. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they established that it is the same universe. Yeah. Uh, they send Trish to the raft. Yes, they do. Which is where they sent... Um, a lot of people in Civil War. All of yeah, all of Cap's team in Civil War. They reference Captain America. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, they established that it is the same universe, yep. which is also baffling because this season took place after the snap and it was never referenced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's get right into raves. Sure. What's your first rave? My first rave is the the dual perspective storytelling between Trish and Jess. Yeah. Uh, that was really smart this season to show, not just hear things from Trisha's side, but to actually show her going through things on her side. Um, because with the way that everything came to a head at the end, with Jessica versus Trish at yeah. the very end, 
did we say spoiler for Jessica Jones? Spoiler for Jessica Jones season three. Um, because you saw Trish's point of view, they've had the same upbringing for the most part. Yeah. Now Trish has powers on equal playing fields. You can see what truly makes Jessica a hero. Yes. Strong agree. You, you can see that all how how her quote unquote flaws lend themselves to being the hero that Trish can never be. Yes. And um powers do not make you a hero. No. No. Powers and um powers and the 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 desire I, I, yeah, to the be heroic. Yeah, the desire to be heroic is not what makes Well, you I mean, a hero. we've we've talked about this off mic, you and I before. We do. Talk uh, we off live mic. in a society where you now go to college to get a degree in leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is the exact opposite of what being a leader is. Yeah. You either are or you aren't. And 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 this show perfectly deposits what it means to be a hero mm-hmm. and heroic. Yeah, uh, you you can't just like I'm a hero. Mm-hmm. No. You're not. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'll i piggyback off of this. Sure. I had a much bigger point oh. that um, this, this was the Civil War story that yeah. we should have had in Captain America Civil, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the right move? Mm-hmm. What is the right path to dealing with this problem? It was such a more grounded and real Civil War mm-hmm. Than, than what that movie gave us. And it was such a, a more meaningful and rewarding story. I would, I would watch this season of Jessica Jones 13 episodes? Yeah, 13 episodes. I would watch these 13 episodes like 10 more times before I ever watched Civil War again. Wow. So that's 130 a, hours. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like it was such a better story. Like, am I going to do that? No, but if I was forced to pick one or the other, I, this is such a better way to tell the, you know, to sh- to show the line between two philosophies of thought yeah. and and two two perspectives of what it means to be a hero. Strong agree, strong agree, and you you can't you can't say that without mentioning how Jessica and Trish, their actresses. Oh, absolutely. They absolutely nailed it. Yes. Um, no one phoned it in. No. I couldn't even blame them if they did because everything was crumbling down around them. Right. Real world. Wise. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the show was canceled along with Punisher, yeah. which was a full four months before. Well, actually, it might have been six months before the show aired its third season. Yeah. yeah. They were still filming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they were in production. <laughs> they were in production when they were canceled. Um, so They it, still had, I think they still had four episodes to shoot. Well, that, so that's like, that's hard. And I don't, I wouldn't say that, that nobody phoned it in. No. No. Well, that that's my next rave. Yeah. Uh, may I? Sure, that, please. That, that all of the, the, the side characters are gave, given the same care and craft and gravity. Like, it makes this universe that much more realistic. What was um, the mom's name? Dorothy. Dorothy. Fucking hate Dorothy. I still hate Dorothy. Fucking hate Dorothy, but like, woo, that actor. Oh, yeah. She was fucking awesome. Yeah. And there's this great moment where um, where she's like, uh, she's being the diversion mm-hmm. and like, uh, like worried about like 
well, Patsy's famous. If like if they see her face, it's all over. And she's like legitimately concerned about her daughter, but she's also trying to figure out how she can exploit it into like merchandising opportunities mm-hmm. for action figures. Mm-hmm. And she and the actor played that perfectly. Oh yeah. And I fucking hate Dorothy, but yeah. but I I loved that story arc for her. Yeah. And and also. Thank fucking God they killed her. Oh, I'm so happy they killed her. Oh, I, I texted God. you one, or two, that char- one or two episodes in, and <laughs> yeah. I said, if they don't kill Dorothy this season, I will riot. Yeah. And I didn't have to riot. You didn't. Um, And and Dorothy died. Uh, it was a great death. Still a shitty person. Yeah. She, and that's a great example of, like, when you're talking, like, did I want Billy to die a shitty, painful death and not be redeemed and have it hurt? Yes, I did. And this is a great example of that. Dorothy was a piece of shit. Yep. And she stayed a piece of shit, even, I will say, being more heroic than Trish in many ways, um, without redeeming her. Yeah. yeah. She no, was more true to her, her character than Trish was. And she was still a dick after death. Because she like had <laughs> yes. all these demands. And it, like, yes, there was... The death of Dorothy was such a big moment in these characters' lives because she is, at the end of the day, their mother, specifically yes. Trisha's. Um, but like we, the audience, they didn't make us have any of those connections. They let right. us yeah, on yeah, the yeah. opposite yep. end of that spectrum still not like her. And it was super smart to kill her off screen so that we never felt sympathy. Right. Again, maybe this is telling us something about ourselves that we don't feel sympathetic. <laughs> but she was. She was a horrible person. And, and the things that she, that came to light in season two that she allowed to happen to Trish as a child. Yeah. Again, Oof. she was should not have been redeemed and they didn't redeem her. Jessica's mother is a straight up murderer. Yeah. Still a better mom than Dorothy. Oh, absolutely. Dorothy was, she was too with it. Yeah. Jessica's true biological mother, yes. what, the things that she did, quoting evil, right? Uh, you know, th- there were external influences and internal, like, confusion. Dorothy is just, like, with it enough to, she should be able to recognize, Dor- yeah, this Dor- is horrible. Dorothy I'm knows, my daughter horrible. yes, she can recognize that what she's doing to her jo- daughter is abusive. And we saw that, we even saw that in the season two with some flashbacks, which Correct. was, like, putting it on her 12-year-old daughter, like, Correct. You owe me. Yeah. Um, no. No. She's a 12-year-old girl. She owes you nothing. Yeah. And um, am I, I might be incorrect, but did she, at one point, she gives Trish, like, uppers, right? So that oh, she can, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, she got Trish. Oh, yeah. She, she, she turned directly Trish led into to an Trish's yeah. addiction. Um, and she, you know. And enabled it. She did. And but uh, other than Dorothy too, I I liked Eric. I, I liked the introduction yeah, to Eric. Yeah, he was great. Um, the way they used him, the way he shied away from being a hero. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have these gifts. Uh, but you know, no, thank you. Even even when like they they could put Salinger away if you just say that you were there, and he was like, no, nope. no, it will destroy me. Like they they would have to send me to jail, and that will destroy me. Yep. Like you can't fault him. And he was just like this grounded human character. I I I loved the um. You know, Jessica's never really had a love interest, mm. but she has had like a male counterpart in each right. season. This was the best one. Yeah, Eric was the best one. Eric was the best uh, one. out of all. Of them. 
because and that's you know that's what makes Jessica a hero. Mm-hmm. She gives a shit. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Eric didn't. Yeah. But at the end of the season. At the end of the season. You know, yes. through Jessica. Yes. You know, he's learned that, like, maybe I do kind of give a shit. Right. You know? And that that was great to see. Like, Je- Jessica realizes, like, like, oh, I do care. God yeah. damn it. God damn it, I yeah. care. Which means I have to act. And it was so nice to see Jessica inspire someone yes without having like that tropey scene of like a little girl coming up to jessica and be like i want to be just like you when i right. grow up yeah, no yeah. like this was a real earnest way of showing jessica's an inspiration to some people one of the few marvel properties that passes the bechdel test yeah um i i, I love that jessica can have a conversation with someone that's not about like what some guy is doing mm-hmm and like be empowering and inspire anyone. Yeah. Like male, female, young, old. Yeah. Gay, straight, trans, whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She's just an inspiring character she in is. spite of herself. Yeah. I, after, especially after this season, I think I have to say Jessica's hands down my favorite hero yeah. of the Marvel uh, Universe. Yep. And, and Luke Cage was always up there for me. But um, Ooh, I, where I they think, left him. Yeah. They left him. Well, I, I mean, I, I'll save it. Oh, but, is it a rant? Yeah. Okay, just save it. Yeah. Save it. Can I do uh, Rave? Yeah, go rave for it. Rave? Take one. Um, okay, they finally set on the, in this universe, the Netflix universe, finally set on the vigilante motif of like helping the cops outside the law to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And along with that, the Costa-Jessica relationship. It yeah. was the show that we always needed. Yeah. And it and Daredevil tried to do it, mm-hmm. and it failed mis- with Brett. Mm-hmm. And, and they just never hit on it. It never worked in Daredevil. It, it They kept trying to do it every season, and it never worked. They tried to do it in Defenders, too, and it yeah. really didn't work. Mm-hmm. And this was this seemed effortless on such a, a small stake scale, but it was, that was it. That was all the Netflix universe needed to be mm-hmm. of, like, they tried doing it with Misty, and, yep. and Misty got dragged in and became... She basically became a hero. Became a as hero well. as well, a, a vigilante hero, even though at the end of that, it was kind of gray where she was. Mm-hmm. But it was great that this just, like, he's he's the Jim Gordon to her Batman. Yep. But, but she's not a... but She's not a Batman and he's not a Jim and Gordon. And he's not a Jim Gordon, exactly. Yeah. And they, and they complement each other in real ways. And, he's, and he needs her and she needs him. And he's, you never get the sense that Batman needs Jim Gordon. No, no, he's 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 doing it for Jim. Yes, Jessica and Costa—they need each they other. They need each other. They're they're a symbiotic relationship. Yes, and and Costa. The thing is about Costa, you know, is Jim Gordon a dad? Yeah, yeah, he is a husband. But in this very small existence of Costa in this series. I feel way more invested in his home life. Yes. And that like he's putting his neck on the line. He's juggling becoming a new father and being a caring present husband. Yep. And that so much more screen time of maybe five total minutes throughout the entire season. And you felt for him. But I felt for him. And that was needed. And Jessica felt for him mm-hmm. and what she was doing to his relationship. Yeah. And and she knew it, but there was no way around it. Yeah. And he, and he also knew that there was no way around it. Yeah. 
if they were going to get this guy, yeah. it had to happen. Well, because a lot like Jessica, like he gives a shit. Yes. He was taken off the case. He could le- he could let it go. Yes. He, he yes. can't let it go. He can't let it go. No. Um, yeah, I liked Costa. And I liked, I liked Malcolm's journey. Yeah. Malcolm's. Yeah. Because again. I love that he it, came back in the end. Yes. That, that's that was it. perfect. It, it didn't end the way they were setting it up to. Right. Where like he's going to have this big firm. Yeah. And he's successful. Think of where he was in season one. Now look at where he is. Yeah. Well, now he's. He's not that far away from where he was in season one, physically and financially. Right. But he's a league away yes. morally. Yes. And um, I like, I really like, at first, like when he hooked up with, with what was her name? Brandy uh, or I whatever. Remember. I was like, was like oh, God damn it, Malcolm. And yes. then as things kind of came to light, you understood his, his, listen, I'm not supporting infidelity, but like when you realize why. Well, that was his trauma. Yeah, when he was subconsciously turning away right. that world yes. of like Hogarth yes. and his girlfriend. I was like, oh, I get it. You do you do have a backbone. You do have right. like a moral shred that you're holding on to. It's important for you. Yeah. And it's important for me too, Malcolm. Yep. I appreciated that. Yeah. And a, li- a little bit of David Tennant at the end. <laughs> Just a dash. Just a dash. Just a dash. But also... I, are they? I don't know what they're depositing with that. Like, is is he like? Is he like subconsciously planted in her head? Is he her moral compass now? Well, or like he's, a moral compass? He's, yeah, he's, he's he's like the he's itch immoral. that you can't quite scratch. Yeah, I mean, in in the way that um, Jiminy Cricket would tell you the right thing to do, uh, David Tennant, Kilgrave, Kilgrave, Kilgrave. Tell, is is there to tell you the. Um, the easy way to do yeah. this. And but except he, at the very end he 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 turns her around. Well, but he but not not he she turns around because she's countering him. Right. So he is that little voice in your head when your voice is your enemy. Sure. And and she her true self has to fight that. And and they did a great job in season two of like giving David a whole episode yes. to show that like this is her internal struggle. And they did listen, I love David Tennant, but you did right. not need a you whole season of that, no. a whole episode of that again. No. So to just have that one little line and the yep. purple light come in and everything to see like, oh it's great. This is this is where Jessica could give in. Yep. But she gives a shit. Yep. She gives a shit. She turns around. Yep. Yep. Um I already said that Trish was the villain that that we always deserved. Mm-hmm. Um it felt so good to have a villain like that we've seen grow as a character yes. through three seasons. Yes. That's what these shows are for. Yes. We don't just need the hero. The villain, the villain of your making. Yeah. If you're you as you as you make a hero, you also make the villain. Yeah. Um so satisfying. Yeah. I and I would just not killing Salinger, I felt was the right move. Not killing Salinger. You mean Jessica not killing Salinger? Yeah. Like, yeah. And Jessica has made a choice mm-hmm. twice now. Yeah. To, or Jessica and I guess Jessica didn't make the choice the second time, but Jessica and um Trish have both consciously made the decision to kill mm-hmm. the villain. And even though Jessica didn't do it, she knew her mom had to die. She forgives Trish for it. Like mm-hmm. she she knew deep down there was no happy ending. Yep. Um so, like, having her grow to that point where, like, no, the right thing to do is put him away. Yeah. And not kill him. 
Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was that was growth. Well, and was, that was a great twist for the show. Be, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure every villain we've encountered. Um, oh, I guess Luke doesn't kill his villains. But all the other ones that we've met have died. Does Iron Fist kill his villains? Yeah. Daredevil definitely does. Daredevil. Fisk is in jail though, right? Fisk is in jail. Yeah. Okay. So, so he, he made that choice at the he end. He did make that choice. Okay. I take that back. But still, in this, you had, you had, yeah, that's, that's the big wedge more than anything else yeah, between, between Trish, Trish and Jessica. And Jessica. Uh, they've both killed for, quote, the right reason. Yeah. And, and it shows what that's done to them. Right. And for Jessica, it's brought her to the brink of destruction. And for Trish, it solidified her righteous crusade in yeah. her mind. And that's what makes her dangerous. And conversely, that's what makes Jessica a hero. Yes. The fact that doing what was necessary, you could not have left David Tennant. Yeah, oh, yeah. There was no was, way around that. No. But the fact that... You also couldn't have left Mama Jones alive. Mama Jones. Yeah. Mama Jones, yeah. Mama Jones had to go, too. Um, There's no way around that. Yeah. But it would have been easy where the characters were at the beginning of the season to mm-hmm. see Jessica just, like, you know... Eh, yeah, snap. this is someone else who also needs to... Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Trish does. Yep. yep. Do you have any more raves? Um... No. Do you? Nope. Okay. I have something unusual. Okay. I have something that I couldn't label a rave or a rant. Ooh, And I labeled it a somewhere in the middle. Okay. And you can cut this out if you want to. I'll leave it in. Okay. Peter's suicide. Peter's suicide. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know where I fall on it. Oh, if I call it a rave wow. or I call it a rant. I appreciate that Peter they went is there. the husband of Hogarth's of Kith, lover yeah. of of Kith, yeah. Um, and she who, ruins him. He's stealing money from their daughter's charity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, and so he ends up killing himself. And I blame Hogarth. Oh, one hundred and fifty percent. I blame Hogarth. I actually don't think there was another way out for him. I agree. Um, the the thing here's here's why I'm on the fence. With yeah. this whole thing. It was, I found it to be very emotional. Like yeah. it really hit me. And I thought it was bold of them uh, to, to go that route. Um, I thought it was very true to life. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, but then the, the other side of me is like, is it responsible though? Because I mean, he played out a, that is a suicidal fantasy. I could take myself out and ruin someone else's life. Someone who's ruined me. Like yeah. that, that's like, a fantasy. Yeah. It's a little dangerous to show it's it be successful. Very dangerous. Uh, so that's why I can't call it a rave because mm. it comes with that danger. Yeah. But I can't call it a rant because it was it was given a lot of attention and thought. Too much real world in our fake world. Yeah, a lot of Oof. real world in our fake world. But this this property super grounded in reality. Sketch. I think we've just posited the perfect murder. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was when it went that. I guess the direction. real winner of the season. He was the real winner of the season in terms of like. Making it out. Yeah. The way he made it out. Yeah. I mean, Hogarth, Hogarth was. Is fucked. Brutal. In this Hogarth season. Is brutal. I mean, Hogarth was brutal in season two. As Ooh, well, I mean, she. there's nothing redeeming about her. There's I like that they didn't redeem her either. Yeah. They didn't. And you know, she, and she's dead. Oh, yeah. In a horrible way. Yeah. In a horrible way. Um, but, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. With I don't know. Suicide. I wanted to bring it up because it's it was, dangerous. It was I'm gonna big. say I'm gonna say rave. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a rave, I, and I agree with you. It's dangerous. Yeah. But in terms of storytelling, it's so bold and it's so different. Yeah. I've never seen it. Oh no, because because that, that it's is borderline irresponsible. Yes, it is. Yeah, and so that's a big chance. That's a big chance. I'm gonna say big. rave. Do you think? I guess small big question. Do you think if they um if if they didn't know they were canceled, would they have made such a a strong choice there? I don't know. I don't know. Am I thinking about it deeper than they did? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but I just wanted to bring it up somewhere in the middle. That's fair. Thanks for bringing it up, Sketch. Do you have any rants? I do. Uh, too many filler episodes for a, the first season. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before. Six, it's your last season. You're, you're canceled. Six episodes and out. 13. It was just too many episodes. You can. There's so much filler. You can do it. No one's holding you to a number. Yeah. Well, I, no I one should really, be holding you to a number. I really feel like six episodes would have been succinct. Sure. And told the same story. Yeah. There was a lot of like, oh, Trish, you've crossed the line. Let's work together again. Oh, Trish, you've crossed the line. Yeah. But, oh, I need you to be a distraction. Trish, God damn it, you crossed the line. Yeah. It was, eh, I think six episodes, yeah. I think. There's a lot of it. Uh, I won't, I won't call it a rant because I was just, I was just eating it up like a big bowl of ice cream. Like I was just like, I was hanging on the end of every episode wanting to get to my, the next I feel episode. like if you took like half of every episode it was kind of filler. Mm-hmm. So squish it down to like seven episodes. Yeah. Or seven episodes. Sure. 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 And you just spent it on a, on a roller coaster. Yeah. Or roller uh, coaster. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. Is that what Trisha's mom died on? Yeah. No, she no, died on a Ferris, Ferris wheel. wheel. It was uh, Jessica's mom. Je- yeah, that's what I meant, Jessica's yeah. mom. Ferris yeah. wheel. Dorothy died at home. Yes. Yeah. That's how everyone wants to go. Yeah. Die in their yeah. home. Yeah. In a comfy chair. <laughs> uh, do you have a rant? Yeah. Let, let's bring it back to Hogarth because... Um, Fucking Hogarth. You, guys, you and I both agree on the fact that she's horrible. Yes. There's no redeeming her. None. They didn't redeem her. No. Uh, she's dead now. Yes. And all that. Correct. I, I wanted her to get a bigger fall. I wanted her to, I, I, I needed to see her punished even more. Like where, where we're left, I feel like, is she going to die? Yes. Is she going to change her ways at all before she dies? No. Is she going to be anyhow, any way inconvenienced by anything? No. My favorite Hogarth part in this entire season it, in this entire run of the show was when um she was terrified for her life when trish beat salinger to death yeah and she was like jessica tell him tell her that i'm i'm not like him right you know blah blah blah, blah. i wanted more of that yeah i wanted that to go like one step further yeah like trish shows up at her apartment or whatever and like they have a scene or whatever because i i loved terrified hogarth and i thought that's 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 where I wanted her to end. I was terrifying. really hoping for um, Salinger to turn on her. Mm-hmm. I um, really thought that's where they were going to go. I thought that's it. where they were going. And, and maybe that's where they were going until they were canceled. Yeah. I was, my, my hope was that Salinger would turn on her. Yeah. yeah because use her she, as leverage against Jessica. Yeah. And for Jessica to say. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well, Zeus. Yeah. You're a horrible person. That's. I don't have to save you. Yeah. And then use that yeah. as the thing that she takes yeah. Salinger down yeah. with. Like, That's but what I also like doesn't save Hogarth. Oh yeah, like yeah, because Hogarth has to die, deserves it in order to catch Salinger. Yeah. The way that they caught Salinger 
only works to set up the the fight between Trish and Jessica. Mm -hmm. And maybe they would have saved that for a season four. And to have... If they I, I like your idea. I wish it had gone that direction. Just and that only so, works if they get a season four. Right. But just so, just so, you know, Hogarth basically cut off all ties, all professional ties yes. to Jessica. And then for Salinger to turn around on her and for Jessica to be like, we're no longer. We're nothing. We're, we're, we're no longer in association with each yeah. other. I, you didn't help we're me. We're certainly not friends. Yeah. You and didn't we're help not me. in association with each I, other. I'm yeah. not helping you. Um, Peace. That I would have felt. I would have felt like I didn't need Trish to like kill her or anything like right. that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just needed that, like, just that little bit of closure. Yes. Jerry is a piece of shit. Yes, she is. Like the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, and through the whole show. Yes. Right back to season one yep. with uh, with Kilgrave. Yep. And even as she shows up in other things. Yes. Too, in, in oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's a horrible person. Yes. And over the years, she's, she's, I don't know if she's gotten more horrible or if we've just seen more. You her. get a sense, too, that she was in on the whole hand operating out of Rand. Yeah, I'd believe it. I mean, with everything she had too she much knows, information yeah. to tell, like, Danny what was happening yep. with, the, with the hand. It was like, oh, you helped facilitate that. Yeah. What a what a piece! Of oh yeah. Shit. Do you have any more? Do you have any more rants? Um, because we kind of raved on that. <laughs> well, yeah, but my rant is that Hogarth needed needed. You know what, sure. what you said. I have one more rant. I have two. Okay, go for okay. it. Okay, uh, canceling the show before it aired, mm -hmm. it somehow killed the excitement and buzz, and this, it never really grabbed me because I knew it was going to come to a succinct end. Yeah, because it was the only show that had the ability to. Yeah. So I knew there was going to be closure and resolution at the end. Uh, it, it's hard to, for me, for me, the negativity of, of knowing ahead of time was like, it just tainted it with some sadness. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, I always felt like I was like, it was, I was like watching a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. At one point we were. Yes, we were. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you for you. It was hard for you to get invested for me. It was hard for me to, sh to get that excited because I was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I'll that's literally my note. It was like it killed the excited. I, yeah, I couldn't get excited. Yeah. And it was, I mean, they they played to that a little bit because it was a very somber season. Yeah. Um, but you couldn't help but in the back of your mind just being like, "This is." Oh it, yeah, though. it's canceled. This is it. This, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You have one more rant. Yeah, I do. I bet we have the same rant. Do you think we do? Oh, we might. What's okay. your rant? Put your fucking phone on silent. <laughs> If you are going to be taking covert pictures when breaking in illegally to places. Okay, not the same rant, and but that's I get, fantastic. I get that the director's probably like, we got to put the noise in because so people know they're taking pictures. We know they're taking pictures. It's 2019. <laughs> we all have smartphones. Every time they did it, I was like, bullshit. Uh, Jessica would not have her phone. <laughs> sneak, sneak, sneak. Do, do, do camera phones, do, do cameras on phones even still do that? Yeah, if you don't have it on silent. My phone's always My on phone is also it's always, always on silent. On silent. Spoiler alert, I'm not breaking into people's property taking pictures. When I do break into people's... Yeah, okay, it does. It, it, does. it, does. it okay. makes the noise. Yeah. But uh, when I break into people's, you know, people's property, my phone's on silent. So person, And my GPS is off. It's an airplane mode. So whichever person... Said, no, we got to keep the sound effect on or they're not going to know. Fire that guy. We fucking know. Okay. Is that the real reason the show was canceled? I deposit. Yes. Quite possibly. Yes. You have another rant? I do. Uh, Luke Cage cameo. Mm. Big rant. Didn't work. 
It didn't work. And it turned out that she wasn't the guy, he, he wasn't the guy for Jessica. Yeah. So it kind of made no sense for him to show up. Yeah. Especially after season two, where he didn't show up. Yeah. If there was ever a time for him to show up was season two. Yeah. So this, it felt, I get that they were trying to provide closure. Yeah. And there's a whole comic art. The whole alias comic is a, basically about Jessica and Luke's child. In, oh. in the comics, they ha- they're a thing. They have a child together in the Do comics. Do their powers transfer down? I've never read them. Oh. I just know that they have a kid. Because then they'd be super strong and And invulnerable. invulnerable. Yikes. Yeah. Um, Jessica's a little invulnerable. A little. Like, she jumps from heights that she and has her bones no don't business br- yeah. jumping yeah, 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 yeah. from. Yeah. I get how Trish can do it. Yeah. But depositing that Jessica's just super strong. Yeah. You your bones still break. Crumble. Yeah, your bones should still break. Um, yeah, you can you can lift a car. Yeah. And you can, like, punch through a wall. Yeah. But that doesn't mean your fingers don't turn to dust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah the Luke cameo just didn't work. Yeah. And to... Trying to give Luke a redemption story in that if he ever does turn, Jessica's going to stop him. Mm-hmm. It, that In that way, big rant. Yeah. Big rant. Uh, I, I almost, rather than closure with him, I needed closure with um, the, the, the family. That that she is essentially yeah, a part the, of. Yeah, the, the upstairs live, family. The upstairs family. Yeah. That she has like this, she's a role model to this little girl. Little Even, boy. Isn't he a little boy? A little boy, yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, that, I can't think of his name. Yeah. And I couldn't remember his gender. But anyway, this child. ends with O. It's like Tito or something like that. <laughs> Enzio? No, that's Italian. Yeah. It's not Tito. It's not Tito, but it's something like Emilio? That. We're going to find out. Someone's going to write Emilio. in. I think it's and Emilio. it's going to be like, John, you <laughs> racist pricks. <laughs> And we're really like, oh, anyway, but Ugly. and also the the grandma, like the mother, mother, yeah, like when they have dinner together, it's like him, oh, his mom, yeah, and yeah. and yeah, the yeah. kid, yeah, it's like a multi. She's a part of that family. Yeah, like, does. give us closure with them. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not in a relationship, but she's still a part of that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I. Agree That's with her you. family. Luke Cage was there as a last, a hail mary throw, if you will. Is yeah. that a? That's a sports. That's thing, a sports thing. Right? I think that's a soccer reference. Uh, yeah, I thought hockey. Oh, one, Hail Mary. 50-50. Yeah, one of us is right. To 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 be like, all right, this Pretty is sure neither this of is us the are right. last chance to give Luke some sort of ending. Like, uh, we left Lucas the villain. Just leave him out. Just leave him out. Yeah. If if this is what you're gonna do, then just leave him out. Um, because it made him seem weak. Yes. At the end. Unfortunate. Yeah. It's a sad goodbye to Power Man. It is. And it's just a weird ending for Jessica Jones. I will say, Luke Cage, out of the four heroes, I could see Luke Cage having a home on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I agree. He's the most wholesome. I agree. Sweet Christmas. Okay. Yeah. And they reference Danny being on sabbatical. Yeah. Okay, I guess he's saving Asia. <laughs> right? Isn't that like what he's doing? All of Asia. All of Asia. With his glowing guns. It's like rave guns that shoot light up bullets. But the real question is, what happened to Ward? He's still out there. He's just having a good time. In this whole universe, I think I'm most happy for Ward. Ward Meacham. Me too. Okay, here's who I'm the happiest for. How everyone ended up. Malcolm. Yeah. Ward. And that's it. (laughs) 
<laughs> and Jessica. And Jessica. Malcolm Ward and Jessica. Sure. Maybe that'll be the show on Disney Plus. I would watch the shit. I would out of watch that. the shit out of holy, that show. Holy crap. Can you imagine? Yeah. I feel like Malcolm and Ward could have a pretty successful show. They really could. Yeah. I you know, I'm fine. Oh, and you know what? And and Misty and Colleen. Oh, Daughters of the Dragon. Yeah, of the I mean, we've, they're, they're we're also, on record as yeah, they're also at a that great should spot. be the show. So there you go. There's the show. Yeah, there's the show. <gasps> that would be like Misty and Colleen. Yeah, and Malcolm and Ward get their own show. Yeah, they are the defenders. I'm on board because I know Jessica's up. done. She says she's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, I respect yeah. that. Yeah, closure. You put in three great seasons. Luke's great the villain. Bing yeah. bang boom. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Done. Are we going to be on season four of? No, this is a brand new show. This is a brand new show. Daughters of the Dragon. Defender season two slash Malcolm and Ward. I don't know, they don't have a clever name. Uh, Chocolate and vanilla. I was gonna say the wardens. Oh, that's pretty good. There you go. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right, look for us guys this fall. Yeah. Can we make a show that fast? Sure. Okay. Perfect. It's 2019. Um, do you have any big questions? I do. I have one big question. Okay, I have two. If Malcolm is such a great investigator slash security specialist, how did he not to think to look for a bug in his office after, <laughs> Je- after Trish stole the stuff? Oh, yeah. That's eh, bad storytelling. Yeah. That was like the only time where I was like, Malcolm. And he's, and he's like the, that's his job. That's his job. That's his job. And he knows How has he not checked his yeah. own office? He knows Hogarth. Like, he should know yeah. that Hogarth yeah, it's bad is capable of this stuff. It actually would have worked better if the, if it was reversed. If Trish had pilfered mm-hmm. his girlfriend's office, yeah. got caught, yeah, was like, and he doctored the stuff, and and he doctored, the, and it's like, I'm a friend of Malcolm's. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. we're both strong women. I'm just gonna get out of here. Yep. Doesn't report it mm-hmm. because she knows that, like, oh, this person's been like doing good in the world. Sure. That would have made more sense. Yeah, that would have been. It's better storytelling because Malcolm's like the security guy with the bugs everywhere, mm-hmm. like doing his magic with the, the computer. I'm, yep. I'm working a keyboard. It makes for great audio. It makes click, for click, great click, audio. Click, 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 touch screen stuff, yep. security things. That You just nailed it. That's, know, that's right? how it looks. It does. Guys, don't you agree? Makes for great audio. I hear lots but, of uh, Yeah, it didn't make, it was just bad storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Bummer. Got to, my my uh, big question is, uh, is Disney going to revive any of these shows on their streaming platform? My money's on no. My money's on no, and like Luke Cage, I would say just don't. Yeah. They're not going to be what we love about them. Yeah. Uh, And I'm not even talking about the violence and yada, yada, yada. I'm talking about, like, the gravity. Right. Now, listen, Disney Plus isn't even out. I'm making this assumption based on other Disney properties I've seen. Right. Are they willing to go to these lengths that Netflix has with these shows, I, I've i never seen anything that would convince me yes. Right. So at this point, I would just rather them leave. Leave alone. Leave this universe. I mean, they have publicly said Daredevil will be back, but to me, that just means a movie. Yeah. That means like, Dare, when, when Avengers does eventually come back, mm-hmm. Daredevil will be on the team. Will it be Charlie Cox? No. Will it be the Daredevil of this uniform universe? Most likely all signs point to no. Mm-hmm. But uh, they just announced Fantastic Four. Again? Who gives a shit? Is this another reboot? I don't know what it's going to be, but they've just announced like Fantastic Four is in Phase 4. It's like the last movie of Phase 4. So I would imagine when Phase 5 rolls around, they've already announced that Mahershala Ali 
Cottonmouth from season one is going to be Blade in in phase five. So I'd imagine if they're going that route, they're also going to bring in Daredevil of like the gritty on the street hero. Yeah. Because they need someone else in that universe to form an Avengers team with. Yeah. Yeah. And all of the Avengers are moving to Disney Plus. Yeah. The Avengers that we know, essentially. They're moving to, there's no Avengers movie. No. As of yet in phase four. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah, questions are big bummers. They are. Here's another one. Uh, so is Jessica just going to go take back the keys to Alias and be like, sorry, Malcolm. I changed my mind. <laughs> maybe maybe Jessica's going to work for Malcolm. That'd be nice. That would be, if, yeah. If, if Alias becomes Malcolm's firm and yeah. she just... She just works for it. Yeah. I also... I didn't put this as a rave. He's I liked, far more capable of running a company oh, yeah. than she is. I liked her secretary, too. Yeah. She was she fun. She was fun. She was... She was God damn what was her name? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But like, she like God damn it. Could you pretend to care she, a little bit? She stood up to Jessica like no one else. Oh could. yeah. I loved her. That was great. Um and uh, it, just in relation to that, are you gonna take it away from Malcolm? And like, okay, I get the big moment of turning around and like, no, I'm gonna stay here. But like yeah. why couldn't she, why couldn't she go to another city and just become a hero there? Because uh, Marvel only knows how to tell stories in New York City. New York City. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's it. They can't tell stories outside of New I York. I think to Marvel, everywhere else in the country is perfectly safe. Yep. New York is the only place the in only trouble. only place in trouble. Which is why there needs to be a hero like on every block. Yes. At least every borough. <laughs> is pretty much what they've deposited in yes. this, <laughs> this universe. Because yes. like the Avengers are just north of Midtown. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got Luke Cage up in Harlem. Yeah. Yeah, Jessica. Well, Jessica and Daredevil. Do you think they moved the Avengers out of New York City specifically because they were creating the TV universe? And it doesn't make sense to have Avengers Tower visible from anywhere in the city. Maybe. Also, I don't know. Do you think they they knew how Endgame was going to end by that point? The big destruction? Endgame. Yeah, remember when Avengers Headquarters, spoiler alert, was blown up? Oh, that's upstate New York. Yeah. I'm talking about the tower in New York City. Oh, specifically yeah. the tower yeah, that yeah, they've yeah. all kind of moved is, out is of. Is that why they is that why Disney made the decision to like get them the hell out of New York City? Maybe. So they could do this boots on the ground series? Maybe. That's a big question. That's a big question. Sure. Yeah. I think that brings us to Shades and Sketch Recommendations. recommendations. Um, you go. Okay. I am, I'm going to recommend mm-hmm. a book, a novel. Good. A novel. I am recommending Meddling Kids by Edgar Cantero. Oh, you tweeted this the other day. I did. Uh, it is absolutely fantastic. It's a 300 plus page book that I read in 24 hours. And it's the story of my character from Stranger Things 4, right? Basically. You can't get back here with that plane. Meddling Kids uh, deposits a world in which this pseudo Scooby gang, um, so just r- take your archetypes from Scooby-Doo, yeah. uh, transpose them onto uh, this other universe mm-hmm. um, with, so it's like four four kids, two guys, two gals, mm-hmm. and a dog. And, of course. And they solve mysteries. And they are the Blinton Hills Summer Detective Club. Okay. When school ends, they all wind up in Blinton Hills, Oregon, and, uh, or is it Washington? It's Washington or Oregon. I've read a lot of books since then. Um, but they all wind up in Blinton Hills. The Northwest. And they solve crimes. Mm-hmm. And 
all of the crimes that they solve always turn out to be ne'er-do-wells and masks. Mm -hmm. Like, you think it's supernatural. It's not. It's just a guy in a mask. And fast forward 20 years. Mm -hmm. So it starts in 1977, and now it's 1995. Mm -hmm. 1995, one of the characters wakes up, is having a nightmare, wakes up, and like, oh, that, that last case back in 77. I don't think it was a guy in a mask. No. And uh, the hijinks expands from there. Uh, and, you know, they got to put the team back together. They got to head back to Blinton Hills and they have to confront the events of their last case and all of the ramifications that come with it. And it's just, it is just a fun. And they're adults now. They're adults now. So it's, it's not a kid's story. Mm -hmm. It is a story for adults getting you to hearken back to the childhood of your dreams. Okay. Um, and it's, it's just, the writing is beautiful. The characters are well-developed. The storytelling is, is just so entertaining on so many levels. And it borrows on so many pop culture, uh, horror, um, foundations that, you know, and love it's, it's a little Scooby-Doo meets, um, HP Lovecraft meets, uh, Stranger Things meets, um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. But Other it's just, things. It's just so well written. I can't say enough good things about it. Okay. And uh, I really look forward to uh, the author, Edgar Cantero's next next novel. I hope we get, I hope we get uh, more stories with these characters. Um, it's a that's a universe that is that is rife for for more stories in it. Um, certainly you can tell prequels, you can, you, you can do anything with it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, it's just a wonderful world. All and right. I, I love stories that center around strong world building. Oh yeah. Well, I do too. So meddling kids by meddling kids. Edgar Cantero. All right. Sketch. What's your rec? My recommendation is probably not a surprise to you, but you're probably going to disagree with it. The boys. Because I just finished watching The Boys on Amazon Prime. You know, I, I would second that recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the boy, for, for starters, Amazon Prime Originals, the, whoa, keep your eyes open. Yes. I, they're, they're stepping up they're their game. stepping yeah. up. Uh, the Boys is a series on Amazon Prime that takes place in a universe where uh, superheroes exist, uh, and they are basically... Um, run by a corporation and they are um if you're familiar with like booster gold the character booster gold yeah. it's, it's very <laughs> reminiscent to like his story of of marketing and thanks green lantern my name is booster gold. gold and so um in this world Superheroes exist, and there is a a Justice League esque uh, group called the Seven. The Seven, and uh, your average normal citizen uh, is just happy to live in this world, protected by these superheroes. But uh, by following our point of view character named Hugh or Huey, 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 uh, we learn that it is not all 
comic books and fairy tales. Uh, there are real-world ramifications, and these are real-world shitty people. Yeah, we, we see the universe through through two characters. Two characters. Starlight and Huey. So Starlight is uh, the the upstart hero. She's been drafted, if you will, yeah. to this this team to replace someone who has retired. And uh, and then you see, yeah, quotes, quotes there, retired. And then you see things from Huey's point of view, who's just a, a normal mortal human being who, uh, I'll just say it because it happens within the first five minutes, his girlfriend is killed by the negligence of one of the superheroes. Yes. Uh, and so it is both of these people from very different paths coming to terms with the fact that uh, their heroes are not... Not heroes. Not heroes. And that uh, there is a much, much darker side to this, fueled mainly by the corporation that runs them, but also by their Superman-esque character. Homelander. Homelander. And um, what to say about the series? I mean, the, the idea is not groundbreaking, but the execution is wonderful. The acting is fantastic. The... Um, the pace of the show, I think it moves nice and quick. Uh, it really keeps you really invested. There's a lot of twists and turns. You're discovering things as the show goes on. It's fucking funny. I laughed out loud multiple times it while is very watching funny. it. Uh, however, it is also gruesome at times. So very if, gruesome. if you are one to not like that, you might want to steer clear. But if you are okay with uh, a good dash of blood and violence, some humor some lessons and some self-discovery. A lot of Spice Girls references. A lot of Spice Girls references. Uh, for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. Uh, and the, the fucking scene with the baby. Oh, I laughed so hard. The scene with the dolphin. I laughed so hard. <laughs> There's a lot of scenes. There's some really bold choices. Some things that you don't see other shows taking the chance on. Um, I'm purposely being vague and not giving yeah. you much because this is something that if you're going to watch it, you will be mad at me if I spoil things. All right. If you like superheroes, like I'm assuming you do because you're listening, listening to, to this us, show. Uh, I very would, heroic. I would check out The Boys yeah. on Amazon Prime. All right. Sketch, you going to take anything from this I episode? I am. What are you taking? I am taking this burger. <laughs> the perfect <laughs> burger. It's a coarse mince of chuck, brisket, and short rib in a two-to-one-to-one ratio, cooked in its own fat, served on a toasted brioche bun, brushed with butter. I think it's going to be great. And I'm taking it with me. Fantastic. Where do you take it, Shades? I'm taking two things. Oh, wow. Taking Steve's scoop. You got to take Steve's scoop. Taking the scoop. That's me spoiling it. <sighs> great audio. <laughs> Great into visual. the holster yeah. or pocket or wherever you put it. He had a holster. Yeah. He did pocket have a holster. Pocket would not be saying that. No, he had a holster. I'm taking the scoop and I'm taking the Todd Father. I'm bringing it into the garage. I'm fixing it up. I'm going to drive it. Todd Father needs a little work, but it, you got to take it. Forget Todd. This baby belongs to Shades now. Yeah, the Shades Father. Not as... We'll come up with a new name. No, it's the Todd Father. It is the Todd Father. It's the like car is the Todd Father. Banana yellow, right? <laughs> It is banana yellow. I yes. can't wait to see you driving that around the GoCo. Hell yeah. The GoCo is large enough. Oh, yeah. For laps. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I'm just going to be enjoying my burger. I'm just going to be enjoying the Todd Father. The key is the two to one to one ratio. Clearly, it is. You want it to taste like itself. 
Longtime listeners, if you are a fan of the show, you can find us at our Patreon, patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Uh, as we've said before, we are in the final pushes of um, of our campaign. Woo! Uh, before our subscription reviews for hosting. We're, on We're just looking trail. for the cost of this show to be neutral. Yeah. Be very nice. We're working hard for you. Uh, you head over there and you can support the show for as little as $1. We greatly appreciate it. You can find us. Deal. It is. That's what We're I giving say. you a lot of content for a buck. So much content. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Go with Shades and Sketch. Mm-hmm. Or if you would like to tweet directly at Sketch, mm-hmm. you can find him at Go for Sketch. Very good, yes. Uh, likewise, if you would prefer to speak only to Shades, you can tweet him at Go for Shades. I can't imagine why anybody would. Nope. Nope. We're also on Facebook. You can find us by searching for Geeking Out. Yeah, it's easy enough. Yeah. yeah that's where you'll find the art. Yes. That's, that's really like where I'm putting all the art. Yeah. Is on the Facebooks. Yep. Um, you can email the show at, not, not at. Yes. But with the address. <laughs> I think they know how email works, Sketch. And what is the address? <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at go yeah, with it, go. shades and sketch at gmail.com. But it is. It's go with shades and sketch at gmail.com. You guys probably know the internet better than I do at this point. For some reason, I was thinking www because I was like. <laughs> that is not an email address. And our our it's, website it's is. The fumes in here. Our, <laughs> they're getting to me. Our Email address is pippa.com slash shows slash geeking out. What address is that? Pippa.com slash shows slash geeking out. Okay. Yeah. And we'll see you next time, guys. See you next time.